We hear our text today from the book of Revelations, first in English and then in Spanish. We're in the 21st chapter. We're going to read verses 1 through 4 together. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the former heaven and the former earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud voice from the throne say, Look, God's dwelling is here with humankind. God will dwell with them, and they will be God's people. God will be with them as their God. God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. There will be no mourning, crying, or pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. Here ends the reading. Lectura de la Biblia en el libro de Apocalipsis, capítulo 21, versos del 1 al 4. Dice así la palabra de Dios. Entonces vi un cielo nuevo y una tierra nueva, porque el primer cielo y la primera tierra habían pasado, y el mar ya no existía. Y vi la ciudad santa, la nueva Jerusalén, descender del cielo de Dios, dispuesta como una novia ataviada para su marido. Y oí una gran voz desde el trono que decía, «He aquí la casa de Dios» está entre los seres humanos. Él habitará con ellos. Ellos serán su pueblo y Dios mismo estará con ellos. Él enjugará toda lágrima de sus ojos. La muerte ya no existirá. El luto, el llanto y el dolor ya no existirán porque las cosas primeras han pasado. Amén. That happened the first time when I was here. I was here and all the pictures of mine when I was preaching was something like this. <laughs> so I had experienced before, so thank you so much for this opportunity to uh, be here to share with you the word of Lord. And for me, it's, uh, there are a lot of uh, good things happening at the same time. So it's my second time in this church with my people. You are my people. But it's the first time I'm here with my wife, Sarah, which is a great blessing. Thanks God, this is a great opportunity. It's uh, also, uh, I'm bringing uh, greetings on behalf of my family, Sarah, and Joel David, and Anna Paula, my children, and my congregation, John G. Hall Presbyterian Church in Cardenas, Cuba. I'm bringing uh, greetings on behalf Presbyterian Reformed Church in Cuba as well. We just read a text from the scriptures and something happened with the name of this uh, book in Spanish. So you have uh, already the translation of the name of this book in your uh, version, in your English version. You call this text, this book, Revelation. But in Spanish, the name of this book is Apocalypse. And when I say that word, it's the same uh, word, it's a Greek word, but if I say apocalypse, 
maybe there is a word in English and in Spanish as well uh, that is apocalyptic. So usually when I ask anyone in my congregation or here what apocalyptic means, so all the words coming are had to do with destruction, with the, the end of the times and many things that are not good at all. But we as people of God, we know very well that this text, this is an apocalyptic text, the one we read, and has nothing to do with destruction. It has to do with hope. It has to do with justice. It has to do with love. It has to do with the power of God among us. So, but for the first receivers of this text, uh, in the very early, uh, in the first century, when they, they were in a very complex uh, context, the Roman Empire was, uh, had the control of all uh, Mediterranean Sea, all around Mediterranean, and for all those who confessed they were Christians, they know, they knew very well what they had to face. They had to face persecution, torture, discredit, and defamation. However, the church was growing during that time, and the faith in Jesus Christ contained such a deep and renewing meaning that none of the dangers could stop that faith. So in that context, I'm sure that that people, that very early Christians, they had a lot of questions about this new faith. That faith that have uh, changed their lives. But they have a, a big questions like, uh, would be wise to put our lives and the lives of our families in danger for Jesus? When will God put in order all these injustices that now we are suffering? Or is the power of God greater than the power of Roman Empire? So that's why, that's why this text of Revelation was written. Because it's a very important guide for the continuity of the message of salvation in that times, and for sure, for us today as well. To be here for me is, as I said to the children in a few words, is a, is a, is a, uh, to, be a, is, is a to be a peacemaker. The only uh, thing that to be here in front of you from Cuba, with all my history of life, the history of my family, the history of my congregation, to share all this crisis and all my hopes as a Cuban Christian is a sign of hope because I realize that it's not a path we have been walking alone. It's a path we have been walking together, this church and our church as only one people. And when we read this text, it's very important to realize which are the symbols contained in the text because Revelation is a very symbolic book, a very symbolic test. And then when the author of Revelation needed to take a symbol to express which is going to be, what's going to be this time when God is going to be with his people, uh, then the symbol chosen by the author was not a military parade that was very common 
during Roman Empire. So the author could say, when God comes, when Christ comes in his glory, he's going to be like a general in a parade with all the angels as soldiers. This was not the symbol. Could say as well, when Christ comes in his kingdom, he's going to be like a king with many servants. This was not neither the symbol. The symbol was a wedding. The symbol was a wedding. What a wedding means for us. Every place in the world, it has to do with hope. New things are growing like a new child. Maybe it's coming. Wedding has to do with joy, with celebration. But wedding has to do as well with commitment. So we have a proposal. We have tasks to do. We have to do to be together. And not only the couple in the wedding, but whole families and friends and church and the neighborhood. All the things together had uh, to have a, a commitment for the, that marriage go on in a better way. So it's a wedding, the symbol of this uh, encounter between God and his people. So that means joy, celebration, and commitment in a balance. That's what we're supposed to live in our everyday life here in the United States and there in Cuba and all over the world. This commitment of preaching the gospel with all the values of the gospel. And there are very important values contained in this text I read because God is going to be there with his people side by side, face to face, all the time together. So it's going to be uh, something common, a regular, a regular communication. So this is not almighty and far away God showed by this text. It's an it's a partner, it's a friend, it's a couple, it's my child, it's my wife. That's God among us. And then we should start this new relation since now. We don't need to wait for a future to start this kind of new, good relation one among another. So God comes with us to start this new Jerusalem. By the way, we can have some confusion about when this text says... All things are going to be new. What it means? We don't have, we can have not memory about what happened before. Is that the meaning of this text? But not at all. Because what is coming is the, the new Jerusalem. It means, it's something we know. What's it, what, what is the symbol of, what, what's the meaning of Jerusalem? Is that uh, uh, commitment that's... Uh, Relation of God with his people, which Israel, the ancient Israel. So it's a, uh, a relation of protection and light for the people. So this is a reference. But things cannot be like before. So it's a new Jerusalem because many things need to be changed for better. Because we need to change our lives every single day for better. Not, not only individually, but as a community. And then when we see our history, we realize that it's not only our individual history. It's the history of our family. It's the history of our community. It's the history of the humanity with God. And then we need to remember that many things we are now has to do with a, a legacy of previous generations. And this is 
what the text is trying to say. It's a new Jerusalem where many things need to be renewed. Radically, sometimes, many times, we need to change things. But always remembering that we have a legacy that is providing us support. So it's so good to realize that this new reality, in that new reality, there is no pain anymore. So we need to overcome these bad things of the past in a certain way. And that's what we are trying to do when we build together a community between Alewa Presbyterian Church and uh, John G. Hall Presbyterian Church in Cuba. When we build together good and new things, then we are responding to this uh, uh, God's uh, demand uh, on us. When, when I'm here and I look into your face, I see new faces I never have seen before. But I could see old faces that where I can remember a lot of histories, a lot of things that we have been living together as churches for many, many years, more than 10 years, 11 years, I think. So it has to do with mutual growing in faith together. You have been showing us, showing us a lot of good things, and you have been learning each other and in mutuality, uh, many, many good things. That's why when I see you here, I see good things like uh, medicine for our people that now has not any medicine. When I see you, I can see food for our people because you support our feeding programs in uh, of our people in our church because there are people starving, starving to death. And then you are supporting our uh, uh, feeding programs. When I see you, I see people in prayer for our people in Cuba, for our church, can be a church in Cuba. When I see you, I, I remember so many uh, particular uh, good things happening as family while you are there and your mission trip. So this is the new way that God wants we build a new earth and a new heaven where these old barriers that now are separating our governments our countries, not our people. We are very close. It doesn't matter all these government problems that uh, our country has, but we are very close through Jesus Christ, through all things we do together and all things we uh, construct together. So, my dear brothers and sisters, that means I'm going to finish. <laughs> yes, I had to say, oh, when I say, my people know there in John G. Hall that when I say, Dear brothers and sisters, in my sermon, it means only one couple of minutes more. And they are, they rest. So, to be inspired for the scripture today means let us continue working together for this new earth, for this new heaven. So, what do we have to do? We know that very well. Sometimes we are, uh, we're trying to do some things, some things are not good at all, but we know it's not good things. So let us try to do the things God wants we to do. Today, this text confirms today that we need to rebuild, we need to restore, we need to renew all things, but always taking, always taking care about what previous generations did before us as a light to follow this path in Jesus. And then there's a new phrase that I, I just add to this sermon. Last night, when I encountered with uh, Sarah and me, we received the 
great visit of Pastor Ann Apple. And she was, you were talking in Ann and James uh, Ferguson's house. And then she, we were talking about many things. And suddenly, uh, Ann Apple, she said a, a phrase from a book. And this is the phrase. It's like a, a kind of confession. I will not collude with despair. With despair. I will not collude with despair. It's a phrase of John O'Danayu. I don't, I can repeat very well the, this, this name. But when, you know what it means? That's what God is announcing with a new earth and a new heaven. It's a, it's a, it's a new earth and a new heaven that we will not collude with despair, but with hope, but with hope but with solidarity, but with comprehension, with pardon, with a commitment, with good things, try to the, the feast, the celebration of life can continue like Jesus did when he provided the best good wine in that, that uh, party, you know, in Cana of Galilee. Suppose the party was, that the wedding was finished. No more wine, no more good wine. And then there was Jesus saying, the, the uh, celebration needs to continue. So these are my words for you. Thank you so much for this mutual respect, for this mutual uh, path together in Christ, for all these stories we have been living in our life together with you as a congregation, with your support and your prayers. And then we are there as brothers and sisters in Cardenas, Cuba, waiting for you, waiting for you to come, waiting for you to be with us if not physically, but spiritually speaking and emotionally speaking with us together, now and ever fighting for a new earth and a new heaven. Thank you so much.